Hello and welcome. Another podcast, Coldwell Podcast number 11. We uh, have a special one today. As you can see from there's another guy in your screen, we've got a guest. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say number 11, XI, Latin. <laughs> <laughs> I can do. <laughs> uh, for those that don't know, we've got Druzy. Druzy, how are you? Hello. Yep, never been better. So Really? Yep. That's a big call. Yeah, no. Going well. What's, what's going so well for you? Just fucking show off. Me and my word depressed. Yeah. <laughs> like you were doing well. Um, no, I, I've just been very productive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I um, I wrote in my diary at the start of this year. So I got a diary because I'm a big weasel. Um, I wrote down like, I find myself happiest when I'm productive. Um, so I've just been productive as, and it's the formula that's been working for me. That's cool. Mm. So what, uh, what kinds of productivity does that include? Um, well, obviously, YouTube, big one. Um, so that's keeping me on my toes. Just launched the Drew Footy Show. Ah, very excited for that. Coming this week. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we will be. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll shoot the Drew Footy Show. Mm. Nice. Um, but now YouTube, uh, I'm doing prac at the moment at the uh, State Under-19 Girls Football Team. Mm. Strength and Conditioning. <laughs> Extracurricular at Drew's <laughs> house. <laughs> but no, that's sick. Learning to train athletes and that. And then just uni as well, trying to keep up with it all. I uh, just started jujitsu properly, boxing, and I'm going to the gym four times a week. So I've been bloody chock a block, mate. But as I said, it's the formula. I think that suits me well. What is the formula exactly? So you've said the things that you do. Mm-hmm. How do you fit it? How do you structure your week then? What's. What's the formula that you look at? On a, do you look at things on a weekly basis, or how do you how do you structure it? I, I know what I'm going to be doing all week. Um, I definitely look like sort of a couple of days ahead. Um, obviously, having uni on particular days, you can structure it. Like me and Jesse are going to film at certain times on Mondays. Got prac on those days. Um, obviously, like jujitsu and boxing classes on certain days. Um, and yeah, just trying to fit it all in. Really gross. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> um, I guess for the small, very small percentage of people who watch Cold World and don't know you either through your channel, or at least through True Footy, um, why don't you tell them a little bit about what you do on YouTube? Um, not a lot. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? <laughs> um, nah, you're uh, talented. Nah, that's all you, buddy. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Just this make- is gonna be a weird podcast. <laughs> <laughs> make similar content to you, really, just a lot. Shitter. Um, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. nah, come on. Football guys. Yeah, just Ooh. football guys. Just football making... friends. Football friends. Football friends. <laughs> um, yeah, just AFL videos, um, vlog from time to time, just anything sport related. That was originally the plan side of the channel. Wanted to make some like sport content and that, but um, AFL niche is ours. This is But yeah, I don't know, just regular football content, same as Jesse, pretty much. Yeah, it's cool. Well, um, why why did you actually pick AFL when you started? I've no, I don't think I've ever asked you that. Um, it's got the most views. Oh, cool, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Integrity. Um, <laughs> I think, yeah, just living in Australia and going to every Frio game, it's just like a, an easy way to do it. Um, you know, there's so much content creators that make videos in the Premier League and like mm. UFC and stuff like that. Some skinny boy from Perth isn't going to know what he's talking about in those fields, so just... You know, let me talk about football and might get some views because there's only about 10 AFL YouTube channels out there. Mm. Got to be in the top 10. There's a few young ones sprouting around. Got to be in the top 10. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It is getting bigger though. Mm. There's, a, there's a lot more um, people doing the AFL thing as well. Um, 
But yeah, it's getting competitive. You got your a lot of them are like under eighteen as well. Yeah, and they're all far superior and more talented than my twenty-seven-year-old oh, self. No, no, but the, no. <laughs> I'm just saying there is a, there's a lot of like talented, uh, cool people doing that sort of stuff. Yeah, well, well, that Mitch Ryan cricket game had pretty much all of them in it. That was sick though. Yeah. That was like an actually sick production. This, um, Did you see that? No, the Mitch Ryan is um, young fella. He's about sixteen over there. Because a lot of them are a lot of people who do AFL YouTube. Or obviously based in Victoria. Yeah. And they did this like big 10 or 10 10 cricket match, like a 2020, um, and just filmed it. But it was cool. They just like, it was actually quite a production. You had the score graphics on the screen. Um, you, had, you had like replays and stuff like that, and multiple camera shots. And you had like Caden McDonald playing, Young King Cooks, and all the, all yeah. the big dogs, as it were. Me trying. Uh, couldn't make the trip. No, no. Yeah. Bloody Mark McGowan. Um, oh. Topical. State election was on today. Um, We'll, actually, we'll find out about that Topical. tonight, eh? Really? Probably, yeah. They can't count that fast. Harsh subway. Uh, harsh subway. Harsh segue. Yeah, no, I think you generally find out the same night. Oh, yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, no, anyway. Yeah, so... Politics. The, yeah, there was a there was a cool cricket match and they couldn't do for reasons what I was getting at. Did you vote? Um, yes. <laughs> um, I... Exposed. I, yeah. <laughs> No, I haven't registered, so I don't think I have to. But I probably should have registered. Mm. But um, yeah, shout out Mark McGowan and that. Hopefully, he brings it home for the boys. Yeah. So you actually couldn't have voted if you wanted to today. No, or he would have registered. Yeah, if I registered. And then, have you missed one? Does that mean have you missed a an election before? Have no. you missed a time to vote? Oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I think this was the first time I could have voted. Yeah, true. Someone just needs to lower uni costs and legalise medical marijuana. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> nah, but genuinely, the therapeutic uses the, of marijuana. The two biggest great. uni... Uh, sorry, the two biggest issues to, to a man like yourself. Is, <laughs> and they go, both go hand in hand. Uni students want to get high mm. and high people want to go to uni. <laughs> <laughs> true. Yeah. Did you vote today, Dylan? I did. Do you want to say who you voted for? Do you care? So, I, don't, I don't care, nah. Labour. Oh, okay, yeah. Keep it the same, I thought. thought Mark McGowan did really well through the COVID stuff. Mm. Um, although the last five-day five lockdown was a hoax. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> it never happened. Yeah, um, true. But, yeah, nah. I, I was actually saying this today. I feel like it happens with a lot of elections. Like, it definitely happened in the US and definitely happens in Australia. But a lot of the time, you're not picking who's the best candidate. You're picking who's like the less, the least shittiest. Mm. Like you got this a couple of options. You don't really like any of them. You're like, oh, well, who doesn't suck the most? Mm. And that's how you sort of rattle off who you're going to pick. Giggity. Um, <laughs> weird, <laughs> weird. The opposite of my policy. <laughs> um, I, I, the last person I liked was like John Howard, and I was like young as hell, <laughs> yeah. so I didn't, I couldn't vote. But he I was like fat and likable. Yeah. <laughs> It was a, it was a sorry cool vote. Yeah. an actual pity vote. <laughs> he, he, he cannot bowl a cricket ball, but yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I voted Labor. How about yourself? What did you do? I did the same thing. I, uh, I'm really pol- politically in illiterate, as they say, mm-hmm. which is, I saw a meme one, not a meme, it was a quote that said like, the worst kind of illiterate to be is politically illiterate because you're showing you don't care about society and the people struggling. And I was like, fuck, <laughs> I suck. I don't know how accurate that is. Uh, I, mm, I mean, yeah, maybe it doesn't make you a terrible person, but when you think about it, like, yeah, you should care to some extent. I think I, Australia isn't a good enough place where you don't really have to care about politics. Like, honestly, it barely changes. Like, like the it barely changes. The party can change. Yeah. Like the power can change in the parties, and like my direct life won't change. Mm. And like, if I want to say like that, it means it doesn't don't care about your community. It's like no, yeah. but I, I work on grassroots level. Like I'm I'm not up there dealing with their issues. Yeah. And like the things that I deal with, they don't give a fuck about either. Mm. So like the things that I care about 
is like walking past a homeless man like offering like can I buy you a McDonald's meal when you look hungry mm-hmm. like they don't give a fuck about that kind of shit yeah so I think there's a huge difference and it depends on what you're after but my issues and things that I focus on are grassroots like the, the bottom yeah like, giggity yeah <laughs> they're just stop doing this <laughs> I'm ruining it how, how is this a new trait that you've just picked up in the last five minutes no I've done it for years I've just suppressed it for the last couple but, <laughs> um, just resurfaced yeah. um yeah you're right I, to be fair I think the context of that quote that I read was probably from like the fucking Great Depression <laughs> yeah. somebody said that I, I, yeah you're right it is a good point that in Australia like we're somewhat blessed enough where it's like yeah the difference between voting Labour or Liberal is not gonna Small. really vastly affect people no, like I did your do tax a, isn't gonna hike up or like yeah. an interest rate isn't gonna drop or dramatically mm. increase it's yeah it was interesting how Labour like uh, advertised for you to vote Labour for this whole thing they just went against like the opposition party like they had like the L plate yeah, thing on yeah, like yeah. why would you trust this bloke I saw an ad man I saw this ad and it honestly made me like rethink whether I wanted to vote Labour because it was just so tacky and it was I, I forget what was it, what's the opposition's n- name Zach that Kirk young up. dude Zach Kirkup I think Zach Kirkup well Kirkup? yeah that's Kirkup. a stupid name it shouldn't be the premier yeah name. <laughs> change Savage. your name change your name ASAP <laughs> anyway this video like was literally an ad on uh, YouTube Mm. And uh, it just rattled off, and like one of the points was like, Zach Kirkup has never had a real job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I looked at it, man, and it was like literally just like a joke. Like, it's what I would expect from like a mockumentary. Yeah, like, yeah. it was so immature, and it was just like personally type, he's never had a job. He's too young to run a, run a state. You know, it was like, yeah. I was watching, and I was like, I actually want to vote for him now, because like that's yeah. just the most immature shit I've ever seen in my life. But that's that's not the first time that's happened. That's pretty common. I know, yeah. yeah, yeah. So- I've just never really witnessed it. Yeah. When like it's my time to vote. Yeah, yeah. This is right. the first time I've really like seen it and I was like Yeah. Yeah, they they go ham on each other. I, I hate like political advertising, it's always like personal and immature, like you say, but the people they're trying to appeal to are the lower well, yeah, I, I can only assume the people they're trying to uh, go for, the sort of people who talk about political leaders in that way. So they're like, Oh yeah, he doesn't have a real job, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah, like those sort of people. He's been supported by his parents his whole life. Yeah, yeah. But what I, what was without getting too into it, because I fucking know nothing about politics, so I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna sound like an idiot, but uh, just some casual observations was did you see uh, Zach Zach came out and was like, Yeah, this isn't my time. Like he yeah, more yeah, or yeah. less acknowledged that he wasn't gonna win an election, yeah. which I don't think has ever happened before. No, it's kind of a it's kind of a weird weird game plan yeah but um just the fact that he's young does excite me like having a a you know not in a weird way no homo um <laughs> but just just having like someone that's uh running a state like a young person who might be mm. more in tune to like the culture or might be more in tune to issues Fashion. that we care Beauty about prices and, yes like, legalizing yes medical <laughs> use of I, I make, saying, make culture yeah. kings more accessible <laughs> <laughs> is that what the kids do these <laughs> if honestly if one of these politicians got big on tiktok it's, it's game over mm, like it's just done dude, it's strong, although man. everyone on tiktok is not 18, 18, so. yeah yeah <laughs> very relevant you, youtube is probably the way to go though. yeah maybe. youtube's a bit of an older demo well i mean that ad i saw was a youtube ad yeah that's true yeah yeah well my audience is all 75 percent 18 18 to 35 as well yeah. so yeah is that your main audience yeah what's yours drizzy I don't know, probably it's, 14 to 18? It's a bit skewed though, because I think there's a lot of kids who use their parents' account or make a 18-year-old account so they can watch whatever they want. Uh, <laughs> there's no porn on YouTube, obviously. No. Believe me. Uh, but, <laughs> go, go getting its head cut off. <laughs> that type of stuff is what they're watching. Yeah. Is that is that on YouTube? That sounds like more uh, of a... I've Googled it. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds more of a live leak thing. Have you ever been on live leak? 
No. Yeah. Yes. No, it's a bit cool. Shit. I have. Yeah. Is it like you can? Don't go on. People die on live leak, but um, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> where, where, where the hell were we? Politics. Politics. YouTube. Politics. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. No. YouTube advertising, or even just like making a YouTube channel, would be an interesting way to go in the future for someone trying to win mm. an election. Yeah. Like Different Mark McGowan podcast or something like that. That'd probably bang. Probably yeah. bang, yeah, yeah. It'd be interesting. You wouldn't have time to do it, but they, But they they honestly need to make it... Uh, like, the information... Like, if, if you were to say, like, right, like, I actually want to study up and follow what's going on, mm. you'd have... Like, with the, with the elections or, like, any sort of politics, you have to go through, like, old-school media. Like, you've got to read the papers. Mm. You've got to watch the news. And I feel like our generation isn't really keen on that shit. Like, you got Triple J. True, got Triple J. But I feel like if someone young came in and they were like, right, I need a better way that I can reach out the inf- to, through the information to other people, like i.e. if Zach Kirk, uh, whatever his fucking last name is. Zach Cocker. <laughs> <laughs> um, if, he, if he did like a podcast, <laughs> and if he did like a podcast with like a couple other people and they spoke about politics and like what they were trying to do and all that kind of stuff, be super e- easy for everyone, for like young people to digest. Mm. It'd probably be more, people would be more inclined to be like, oh, this is a, I'm actually follow this now. Mm. Yeah, actually know what he's about sort yeah. of thing. Instead of just Let's like, go do it through a, a new, newer mm. media outlet instead of just like following the typical papers yeah. and news. Yeah. Um, and then obviously radio as well. But. Mm. I guess we still have an older demographic though. The population. Yeah, 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 I, yeah so, I understand. Uh, there's a lot of people, a lot of voters who. I don't, I don't think it would be the thing that would make you win, but I just feel like it'd be cool for me because oh, yeah. I, I mean, I'll it would go that way. Rather right? watch it. Yeah, yeah. It, w- it makes sense to go like when we're our parents' age. It makes sense that there's new platforms where. Yeah. Yeah, rather than. Just, do you think you know, old platforms will completely die? Like, do you think like old school media, Channel Seven, Channel Nine? Do you think that will slowly go I down? Because because so. we we're definitely yeah. more social media based. Like I I consume all my stuff like all my news and all that kind of stuff from social media um youtube all that kind of stuff yeah i mean when's the last time we actually turned on like channel seven or whatever mm. we don't yeah. even do it for the footy because you do, do it through ko yeah that's true like do you think all those huge i mean they're billion dollar companies it's hard to see them fold but mm. no i think i think you're on something because like if you look at like newspapers like how many people read newspapers these days because that was taken over by tv yeah and then like yeah social media is like way more accessible than TV now and Channel 7 shit like, yeah but I mean shit. like yeah. 7 Tracy you, Grimshaw you bitch <laughs> I, I think they'll just adapt I think they'll just adapt to a digital sort of yeah, arena. yeah. like yeah. I think Channel 7 will you'll have like uh, I mean you can pretty much watch Channel 7 you can stream it anyway right yeah I yeah. think not that I've ever no you it. can yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but there's, there'll always be a free thing but I think it would take to our like our generation or like people just slightly older us than us to get to that 60 to 70 mark where it's normalized for them. Sure. Once the people who actually still watch the news or listen to the radio, I listen to the radio because my aux cord snapped off in my car and yeah. I don't have like the Bluetooth thing. So I'm one of the, like the only people, like the last millennial to be listening to the actual like radio every day. <laughs> I've stuck to a new year's resolution I made about social media. Yeah. I've, I've cut my usage. I deleted Facebook off my phone. Yeah. I've uh, done the same thing. Nice. We'll talk about oh um, Facebook, deleted TikTok, not that I was using that much, deleted Snapchat. Which is that is why a- you haven't replied to me on TikTok? Yes. No. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but Snapchat was a big one that I was using heaps. And really? like, I, I wasn't using it for a long time. And then I like got added to this group chat with like all the people I go to uni with. Um, and ever since I started like smashing Snapchat... It's not a person. It's an app. <laughs> Ever since I started using that lot, so I felt like a pull to my phone, like I'm just waiting for my phone to ding, yeah, sort of thing. Yeah. And like I remember during like my uni exams, I was just looking at my phone, waiting for it to 
thing so I can get in your exams. Not not like the exam period, like because oh. um, I'd just be revising all day, I'd just be waiting for my phone to go off. Um, but yeah. yeah, I've stuck to that, and it's like you realize now that I'm off my like Facebook in particular, I don't see any news at all. Um, but yeah, it's really refreshing because you don't get fed so much shit, um, and just yeah, just clears a lot of the dumb shit you see and then you can just focus on like what you actually care about sort of thing yeah i think there's definitely like a there's something healthy about um removing yourself from like things outside of your distraction and i actually i was i'm I'm gonna use the term like reading but i'm listening to the audio book of uh jordan peterson's 12 rules for life and he so i'm on chapter three or four i can't quite remember now but uh he's just talking about that kind of stuff about like um people that search too much around the outside and like uh funnel these things pretty much to be depressed about when really like if you change your mindset and you focus on like the basically the things that you can touch like your direct things and you work on good relationships and you work on like uh like pushing yourself like in like maybe career wise or like do those things Mm. you'll generally find that you're a happier person and that you start to feel more fulfillment instead of being too just just i guess just like spending too much energy contemplating and thinking about all these things that are completely external and like we say like in australia political parties can change but your day-to-day life will very rarely change mm. like a pullback you can you can <laughs> happiness thank you Penis. but but yeah there's, there's definitely something refreshing about it and i think there is something healthy and i think the old generation will argue like oh you need to know what's going on in the world but do you you don't because humans, right, they've evolved from, like, monkeys and that. So, like, nice. basically, don't need news because monkeys don't have news, do they? <laughs> <laughs> and they did fine. And we don't need medicine. <laughs> monkeys have had medicine. We don't need medicine. <laughs> no, but ass. I like to think about shit on, like, a homo sapien scale because, like... Oh, sapien. Okay, yeah. Um, you, you think about how long humans evolved as um, primates, I suppose, and, like, how long... Yeah, the species evolved naturally, and then in the last two hundred years, we've just been given porn and TikTok. Like, yeah, there's no like, and like, obviously, no, no one would have been killing themselves three hundred thousand years ago. Like, the only reason people live was for survival. You know? Yeah, I know what you're saying. So, like, there's obvious. Well, do you think there's actually an upsurge of people killing themselves and mental health issues, or do you think we're just more aware of it? No, I think there's an uplift. Yeah, me too. I think there's an uplift. Yeah, yeah I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid question. <laughs> <laughs> I know someone that like yeah. Um, committed suicide uh, three or four years ago. Really? And something that they wrote on their note was about um, social media. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, it, it's yeah. definitely a big one. And um, yeah, I think I think to go to what you're saying, Jersey. I think definitely if you went back in time, people were just living for survival, mm-hmm. and the hot, like your day to day life is about not dying. It's yeah. like I need to hunt for food. I need to like ABC. Yeah. But we spend our lives in like things that just hand on a platter. You get gr- like you get greedy. You you start to. I think the comparison to other people is probably the biggest driver in that. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, for sure, mm. for sure. Yeah, like oh, like for instance, the I say the American dream, but I guess you could say the Western. the ideal, Western the Western dream. ideal. Mm. Like probably grow like at our parents' age was to, or even just before that, like just getting a stable job and then having a family and then like ticking all those boxes whereas, buying a house paying off a mortgage yeah and die. see that's the thing we think it's boring because we've been so overexposed to the amount of people who are so like many entrepreneurial people do that though so many people just like run for safety because like um of the unknown like you know what i mean i just like, think they're probably not taught to 
know what else is out there but then there's a, what i'm saying is well there's the other effect where we are probably overexposed to people like i don't know your logan pauls for an extreme example and we're like oh that's what's possible we yeah. can we can no i i think you're wrong because how many people do you see that actually pursue their dreams small a small not many minority. yeah not yeah. many yeah but i actually would counter that and say there's a lot of people who don't even think they need to think like that and, and therefore more content with their lives and probably happier i think there's a there's a knock-on effect yeah. there, there's like a sweet spot where people pursue their dreams and they're happier but then there's like a lot of people who think they deserve more and then never obtain it and then versus people maybe in previous generations who were happy living the vanilla yeah. american dream lifestyle they're actually happier people yeah yeah no you're probably right but i'm not saying one's better i'm not saying I, yeah. I like we should all be like that i'm just saying i think there's a relationship between how happy you are and contentment and um, but whether or not content being content with such a boring life is like yeah. well so, some people some people it is right like some people actually that is what yeah. they yearn for that's what that's what they want yeah um and then my point would be that i think it's like innate to your personality i think some people are just born that way where like they're always interested in the extreme extreme side yeah. of things. They're like the ad- adrenaline junkies in there, um, that kind of stuff. So yeah, I think it's more personality driven. Um, um, yeah, well, I don't know. I think having the, the mindset, that like kiddish mindset of having dreams is like really healthy. Like it's something that I've taken away from my childhood is like, mm. like set your goals high sort of thing. Um, I read a good quote in a book that I'm reading, Relentless by Tim Grover. It was, um, people will tell you a million ways that you can't get to somewhere because it's like what they've thought of. Like it stopped them from getting to where they want to be. Sort yeah. Of thing. yeah. Yeah. And I was speaking to Sean the other day, my brother. Um, and I was like talking to him about how people tell me like, I've always been told by everyone that like, I don't know, I, I won't be able to make it in AFL media. Um, I won't. Really? Be, yeah. I won't be able to train athletes. Who said that to you? Just like people all along the way, like forever, like not, not anyone close to me, obviously, but it's just people would definitely think about doing cool shit and be like, oh no, too hard. And then when you try to do it, they'll be like, oh, you won't be able to do it because they've thought about doing it and haven't made the commitment to it. So they want you to fail. Yeah. Mm. They they don't want to see you do something that they didn't have the balls to do basically. Exactly. And humans in general, uh, and maybe this is more Western culture, but we definitely have a massive problem where we have tall poppy syndrome. Yeah. Would would way rather see, or I don't want to see, but people would way rather see someone crash and burn mm-hmm. than someone shoot off into stardom. Like they would way rather. It's way it, like Britney Spears on a crash down got way more media coverage than it ever should have. Yeah. But then you got um, but then you got people that are doing really fucking well that it just like, sort of slides under the radar. Other other than maybe like sport athletes, sport athletes obviously get the hype train because it's good for yeah. good for their media. But even when they crash. It's bigger news, right? Yeah. yeah, like it's it's way more entertaining for for a lot of people, which I think is just like the most toxic trait mm. we we as like a, as a culture have. But mm. yeah, I was trying to say like it's, it's such a simple quote that Sean told me, but um, water off a duck's back. Like it, that's how I perceive people's opinions these days. Like unless you're in my circle of friends and you give me an opinion, I'll listen to it. Yeah, but any just person that's not chasing something that they're truly passionate about that gives me a piece of advice i remember i was at lunch i'm not gonna say who it was but i was at lunch with um some people one day and i was like yeah i want to train athletes um no like, you won't train athletes i was like fuck you yeah like what that's I, weird i will train like and it's dead ass because like that person would have thought about it and would have been like oh no it's too hard there's only like such a small percentage of people that can get yeah, that yeah. Role. and it's like no nah, like 
I'll set my goals on it and hustle to get there. Like, mm. obviously, it's going to be hard work, but if you're willing to put in the graft, just get that water off my back, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Anything that's worth having is like a, is a hard slog to get. Yeah. Like, like, and that's where people take the easy route and take that sort of vanilla life, that uh, Western culture dream, and that's why they get so depressed because all that stuff is easy. Mm. Like, it's easy to buy a house. The bank will happily give you a massive loan where like you like can put up maybe like one percent of like mm. the the house uh, value just to sign up to a loan like all that stuff is easy. It's easy yeah. to get a nine to five. It's easy to buy that house. It's easy to spend the next forty years of life paying it off just to like die and retire. Well, retire and die. Die and then retire. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it's doing those things that are hard. But that's where you see the people that make it. Like to use your example, the Logan Paul, and you look at his life now and you'd be like, like. That's that's sick. Like what he's done is sick. But he did like run the gauntlet. He mm. did like pull out of college to go do that. Yeah. So like it don't like it's it's like anything. Like there's a risk to reward ratio. And if you want to play that safe route where the, your risk is low, then your reward's always going to be low. But if you ever want to like push the barrier and like really challenge yourself, really put yourself in that mo- that like competitive environment where like you're competing for a spot, the moment that you get the spot, that's where like that's that's the best situation. But so you've got to keep going from there as well. You don't well, yeah, and that's there. where you can't get complacent and you can't do all those things. But just to add on to your little um, water for ducks back quote, the one that I like that I always stick to, quack, is um, <laughs> Marty Ducks. <laughs> the one that I like that uh, I heard once and then it stuck with me forever, and we all have those quotes, but mine was, um, if, you don't, if you don't take someone's advice, why would you take their criticism? Mm. And like, there's a lot of people that will tell you how to do something mm. when you're doing it well and you'll be like, You'll t- you'll be like yeah sure mate no worries you'll walk away and immediately the first thing you say your ego's high you're feeling good because it's something that you might be good at the first thing you say is like that guy's got no idea what he's talking about yeah it's out of your brain you never think about it again yeah but if he comes in he says something negative you will stew on that shit for so fucking long it motiv- it's so motivating as well but yeah it is and that's where it's healthy like if you can use it for that but I think when people stew on it too much and it starts to really like play just take too much energy from their mind. That's where it's a problem. So if you if you have someone who like gives you some sort of negative feedback, ask yourself the first question like, if it were positive, would I would I take this would I take it on board? Would I take their advice? Mm. Like if it's no, then like don't give a fuck, don't care about what their yeah what what their criticism is because it's it's irrelevant. Obviously, mentors are so important. I think to have. I see Jesse as a mentor. Nice. Um, I love to use the voice to mask the awkwardness of, <laughs> of giving him a compliment. Yeah, no, nah, I fucking hate you, bro. <laughs> no, nah, just having people that you know you can go to for the solid advice every time. Like you're not just gonna get dumb, je- like generic shit. I like, think dumb Jesse shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, just having people mm. that you know you can go to for certain like aspects and yeah, get the advice that you want and not listen to just people that you see every day that just are going to say whatever you don't give a fuck about their opinions sort yeah of yeah and a mentor can be someone that you don't even realize is your mentor mm. a mentor can be, be be someone that like uh you might work with but you hold their opinion in high regard yeah. and so and so when they compliment you on your work and you feel good about it mm. like that's your mentor you've got, yeah. got yourself a mentor mm. yeah i think Jill buckley was just talking about this with patty cripps he was talking about almost like an anti-mentor he didn't use that word that's my word I watched that podcast did you? Yeah, it, it, well, he says that um, mentors can be people who are just like negative examples of what you shouldn't do yeah okay. and oh, those, so those yeah. people still what not to mentors. do basically yeah exactly yeah. which is just as, as useful as um, as people who For show sure. you the right thing to do I think that's almost like just to relate back to my career I think like the best thing I've seen is like a lot of what not to do cases because in my mind, I then can like scratch it out and, and 
know that like that's not the way I want to do things or even if, even if you just see the way that people operate and you notice that like they might come off a bit floggish or like there might be something that just rubs people rubs people up the wrong way mm-hmm. and then making a mental note and being like that's not how I want to treat the situation mm-hmm. because like you generally you're not going to like off the bat know how to treat every situation mm-hmm. in life but what you can do is you can analyze people maybe not analyze but just view people and watch what they're doing and be critical to the way that people are operating and slowly scratch out traits that you don't like mm. until eventually maybe you've worked yourself over a 10 year 20 year horizon and then you start to betray this person that you think is like who embodies what you how you want to act you learn lessons the best when you experience them yourself yeah um as much advice as you can get as many self-help books that you can read until you experience things firsthand that's when it really um sort of ingrains in your your thoughts and how you act without yeah without being too lame but i think i think it does have to incite like almost like an emotional reaction like you always have to remember how it felt to be wrong or make that mistake yeah that's and like bring about the anxiety that's what i mean so like the value of actually doing it yourself is that you remember that feeling and yeah. that's like as powerful as anything is to yeah. teaching you the way to act yeah no i agree yeah big time I, i'm definitely a person where i'm I'm going to get away from the mic. Um, <laughs> you know what? Um, I'm, I'm definitely a person where the only way that I know how to do something is if I've been through it, yeah, like at yeah. least once. Um, and I say at least once because sometimes it takes multiple times to like nut something out. But giggity. You, yeah, there's some things that you... Stop saying this. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was like, dude, just keep talking, please. <laughs> oh, come on. I'm done with this podcast. <laughs> no, um, there's some, yeah, there's, there's some, there's like, there's some mistakes in life that I feel you need to make a couple of times. But like in general, I definitely agree. I think like I'm personally someone that needs to go through something, be involved in it, and maybe, maybe it is like that emotional uh, connection that helps me remember it. Mm. Um, I guess I was thinking more of like a negative reinforcement feeling. So like if you make a mistake and you remember feeling. We're talking so like cryptically and like vaguely and not specific, but like say like the feeling of making a mistake. Yeah. When you you know when you think oh shit I felt terrible last time I did something similar and it actually again. trains you really effectively. Yes. <laughs> Nothing but good times. <laughs> but it probably works for the opposite as well. It, like if yeah, you have yeah, really hot like real good highs. Yeah. And you remember the formula. Going to like- metros. <laughs> No. Okay. Arts. <laughs> <God>. Yes. <laughs> um, lessons being learned, it's always the hardest thing to do, but it's, there's nothing more rewarding, I think. Like, um, Bruce E. quote, one of my favorite musicians, the lowest mm. you can go is how high that you can climb. I really like that. Like, oh, yeah. sorry, think about that. The, the lowest step. you can go is how high you can climb. Like, pole, like off Oh, okay. So, the, as far as you fall, well, you need to climb higher to get higher so think of like so oh i see yes like negative 10 and 10 like if you're yeah. at a negative 10 you but if you only get to 10. negative three it's only three mm. oh come on is that not right <laughs> no yeah I don't oh. Know. oh okay um but i don't know like that's when that's what your character's made of sort of thing how you how you climb through that and come out of the other end you know you'd know all about it going through shit times and whatnot oh, and i thought like, you being sexual <laughs> i don't know like going through shit times and coming mm. out like all the lessons you learn as shit as the times are like makes you somewhat of a better person yeah that's true that's true yeah i mean i don't think you can drift through life not having gone through some shit without like you'll never yeah you'll never fully develop if you don't go through those shitty times so many people just keep feeding into shitty times like lots of people just like keep smashing drugs 
lots mm. of people like I don't know they'll have a girlfriend in when they're like 15 and then they'll just be like alright I don't know anything else I gotta get another girlfriend I know people that just have like girlfriends after girlfriends and it's just like bro you're just not happy with yourself come on like, that's probably true yeah there's probably something in that when I think yeah speaking from experience someone who we just got out of a four year relationship you have to 11 podcasts in a row ah uh, you wanker cause <laughs> I constantly talk about it <laughs> okay never nah, mind nah, nah, nah. I well, all hats. I was going to say is that you, you do have to relearn how to be self-accepting, you fucking Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Nah, but that, that's the most rewarding thing. As long as you go, is how high you can climb, bro. Very true. Yeah. But um, how, how is your self-fulfillment going? It's fine. <laughs> Get out of it. He says that in a way that doesn't seem fine. Get out. Yeah, no. No, no. It's, yeah, no. It's going pretty well at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Loving the gym at the moment. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. that gives me a lot of um, like I, I think I said it when lockdown happened. Um, I was pretty neg. I think my it sounds silly. I think the first thing I was most worried about was not going to the gym, because I think it's not even just vanity. Like it's partly that. Like you feel better when you look better. Mm-hmm. I think like a lot of people do that. Mm-hmm. But there's also I, I I thought about it more and I was like, there's the discipline and the esteem you get from hitting goals. So like when you're constantly going up. You're lifting your bench every week, which I was sort of at that point at the time. Like you get a bit of a buzz. Like mm-hmm. I benched 95 the other day, and I, like it just lifted me for the whole day. It lifted my confidence, which is it's like kind of superficial, but it, I think just the goal setting and the achievement, like that's um, that's really important. And I, yeah, no, I've been pretty good, even though even on days where I felt shit, I've still been going to the gym and probably that's yeah, the six best or seven days to days. go to the gym when you feel shit. Yeah, that's it. I I don't know you've been going to the gym for a long time but going to the gym now is so easy for me mm. like it's just something that you just go through the motions you know what I mean like mm. I only started going to the gym at the start of last year um, and I read a book Discipline Equals Freedom um, and it just said the best way to do things is just put one foot in front of the other just yeah. like get to where you want to be lift the weights and then you're done like and I used to think that because I used to hate going to the gym. I was a little stick. I was 50 kilos, literally just like this alien in the gym, just pumping <laughs> like two kilo dumbbells. Um, and yeah, I just, I'd literally go like, all right, pick up my keys, walk out the house, turn on my car, walk in yeah. the gym. And now I'm here. Now I have to do it. Yeah. Um, and just doing that like four times a week for three months, bada bing, bada boom, five kilos on. And then you that's when like, you know, the addiction starts. Yeah. yeah. I, I loved, uh, I'm sorry. One thing I do now is because I often go to the gym tired. Like I think when you work full time, it's just a natural thing. You can't avoid going to the gym tired. It's yeah. rare that you go to the gym pumped. But mm-hmm. one thing I've started doing is uh, now that it's so ingrained in my routine is I don't think about the gym until I'm there. So like driving, I've found, caught myself like driving to the gym several times and I've been like, fuck, I would just love to smash a nap right now. But then I just thought, don't think about where I'm going. Just get to the gym once you get in there. And then once I'm there, like it's completely to catch fine. the vibe. Yeah, exactly right. But it's just the, it's when you fixate on like what you're about to do that's that's the challenging time yeah i think um the gym is some of the best therapy that you can do like personally it's like if any any like hurt or pain that you feel i feel like the gym can be some of the is like one of the best ways to navigate your way out of it and i think it is for a couple of reasons i think it is because like that's something that you touched on it's a really achievable goal right so going the gym is very achievable fitting that into your routine is very achievable but then it's also like i feel like it's and I haven't really met someone that hasn't had this, but you go to the gym enough and you commit to it enough, you will see progress. 
like it's impossible to go there and lift those weights without lifting more without getting like stronger with like it's just like the human body works that way so it's it's this thing where like you're if you go there and you're dedicated to, to it you will succeed and it might take it might take someone a bit longer than another person but you will get there and you will see gains mm. and once you see those gains that's when like it really starts to feed into itself um, and I think the other thing that is really important is the discipline. I think discipline is like doing something that you don't like for sure. Right. It's Not like, one yeah. of the, it's like if you, if you're disciplined and you look at any successful person, no matter what it is, they have a level of discipline that beats the other people. That's why they're better. It's what, what it is, is like not loving the work, but knowing the results are worth the grind that you have to go through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And putting yourself through it. And like, I think knowingly putting yourself through pain mm-hmm. and, and then getting at the other side and then realizing that pain isn't this thing that you should fear. Sometimes pain equals reward. Yeah. And I think that's the like the underlying lesson to it. Yeah. Well, yeah. When you do something really hard, everything else becomes easier. It's yeah. as simple as that. Mm. Um, another thing for a pullback. The g- <laughs> pullback such a weird word. Gets me every time. I was going to leave it. <laughs> another um, thing for a pullout. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake. Um, uh, the homo sapiens. For millions of years, running... Freddie Mercury, David Bowie... Oh, Actually, that's was a terrible David, joke. Was David Bowie gay? I don't think he was. Continue. No, Continue. Anyway, I'm just... Leave that in. <laughs> being able to ex- exert force on your muscles... And... <laughs> You're giving me a look. I, I didn't... <laughs> I generally didn't. Nah, um, but no, like, yeah, you've got to exert enough energy in a day to feel natural you look at homo sapiens from again 300,000 years ago whatever they were built like brick shit houses you see the civilizations that are still going that are still in like haven't really discovered technology or whatever yeah you look at them they are fucking jacked yeah like because that's how people should be they should have muscles that contract the right way no adipose tissue you wouldn't find an ounce of fat on a bloke in the bloody brazilian jungle what's it called the amazon like you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like um, I know it's just a cartoon, but Wally, how the human race turns what they turn into in the movie Wally. It's all fat, hey. They're so they're in like these chairs that that hover and just like scoot around, yeah. and they're like connected up to headsets. They're connected up to like virtual reality, and they're basically just fat like sacks of lard with no yeah. bone structure anymore. <laughs> they can't stand. They can't walk. Yeah, and it's like it's it's like just a cartoon, but it's like a very powerful like yeah. underlying message. Most of cartoons do have like they that. definitely do. Yeah, yeah. It's like a good part. And of it's also like completely underrated. But I noticed that cartoons also have like a lot of like dirty jokes in them. Yeah, you're, you're way too young to realize, but you watch cartoons now and you just think like, how did you get away with that? Like that is filth. Can you imagine me as an animator or like a creator for <laughs> Disney? Like. I would. I don't think you'd get a job for Disney. I think you'd be more of a Family Guy type situation. No, yeah, no. But I mean, hypothetically, like if I worked for like a wholesome brand, I would definitely be like chucking a few yeah, yeah, jokes. Underlying. Like, I can. I can see how it happens. But you got to, right? You got to, got to give the parents something to like watch as well. Like some, yeah. something to get them off. <laughs> is Weird. that is that a cock and balls? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Though, like, you see the cock and balls in my um, face. <laughs> Come on, it's a Saturday continue, night. Continue. Continue. My um, five coaches under pressure or whatever. Never mind, bro. The cock and balls. Yeah, I was like, John put their cock and balls down on the table, and I've got like a rooster with two soccer balls. Oh, in. Oh, I didn't notice that actually. No. I watched the video. I didn't. Maybe I left it on the background. Proud of you. <laughs> Thanks. How uh, how's twenty twenty one shaping up for you on YouTube? Real good, mate. Real good. Yeah, real good. Uh, actually, the podcast that I did recently is fucking did very smashing well. it. It's really fucking smashing it. I deleted the YouTube Studio app. 
for the, on the same premise that like I've deleted Instagram, deleted Facebook. I've kept Snappy because I only have like a couple of chicks on there, friends, <laughs> uh, female friends. Got no, they're not. On there. No, they're not. Oh dear. I actually generally they are just friends of mine, and they're they, friends until you clap them. No, oh, don't. <laughs> Fuck Sexy <me>. bum friends. Don't you think I've got a, I've got a couple of chicks on there. Right? I actually really regret saying that because they are they are generally just my friends. But leave that in. Leave that in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, so I've kept snappy because that's the that only way I keep in touch with a couple of people. But yeah, no, I deleted Messenger at first and then mm-hmm. I was like, nah, too important. Anyway, long story short, yeah, no. Uh, so I deleted the studio app, but then I, I ventured on yesterday onto my laptop and I was just curious. And yeah, no, it's it's doing, it's nearly got as many views as last year's predictions podcast. Um, and that's that was 12 months ago. So mm. it's obviously- What's it on special. now? Like almost 4K? Uh, three and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, very happy with that. Very good. Yeah. I'm very keen for this year. Mm. Like, I don't know. I uploaded my predictions and like... Your predictions video smashed mine. It's almost on 10k. <laughs> yeah. And that's, yeah. That, where would that rank in videos for you? Top five. Yeah, that's sick. Time. That's yeah. sick. Which is handy. It was like, a good video. Deserved it, yeah. I was so flat that day. And I just... Really? It. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Um, someone commented like, you need to stop cutting mid-sentence like you need to stop making cuts mid-sentence oh, okay, you sound like a robot and I was yeah, like right, yeah because right, yeah. I kept stuttering my words it's Thanks hard it's hard yeah. yeah do it yourself um, <laughs> <laughs> but off the back of making like videos that weren't particularly stinkers but stinky views all summer mm. and then putting out a predictions mm. and then like a big calls yeah. and it's just like alright people the interest is back now um, and just being able to put out videos again um, that actually do have interest that people are wanting to watch. It's just it's so exciting. Yeah, you know it, I mean? it is good. I think I think you should keep doing the content you want to do because I know AFL is not like your first and foremost priority, mm. but like AFL will bring you the views. So I, I would just keep doing the stuff you want in the background and just like mix it up. Do you know what I mean? Wean it in. I think you just went like you probably went like yeah, <laughs> you probably went like ten videos and maybe like there was one AFL video in them, and I think that just destroyed your momentum a bit. Wait, say that again. Over summer, when you said you weren't doing so well, yeah. nine out of ten videos were probably nothing to do with AFL. No. Nah, I reckon there was the. I'm referring to like the vlogs, the Drewsy yeah. yarns and stuff like yeah, that, okay. without AFL in the title. Yeah. If you cycle it so that you go AFL video, or like two AFL videos and then a, a weekly vlog or like mm. UFC reaction, yeah, I, th- I think over time, I think you need to keep both because the game plan can't be to just do AFL for like say the whole of 2021 and then be like, oh, now I want to make UFC content or Man yeah. United content, random examples. But yeah. yeah, I think it's good to build both at the same time. I think I enjoy like being a slut for views more than mm. like, because I do enjoy like- I get it. I only make content that I enjoy making. It's not content that I go like- Yeah. Oh God, I really don't want to make this video. I'm gonna smile for 15 minutes, turn the camera on, get it done, then chuck it out. Like, no, like I actually do enjoy making the videos. That, oh, make. that makes one of us. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, but you no, like but... making your vids? Yeah, I'm just saying. There's definitely a few where I'm like, oh, really? Rather fart in my hands and clap. But continue. Do you mean shit in your hands and clap? Yeah, but I kind of. No, he's actually I... referring to something that he does. <laughs> <laughs> I'd actually rather go do this right now. <laughs> Quite literally, actually. Yeah. <laughs> He's not speaking metaphorically. He actually does fart in his hands. Metaphorically. Damn it. I got what you're going. Metaphorically. <laughs> That's all good. Um, Wait. Oh, sorry. Finish that point. I was going to ask you something. but you, no, you, you, oh, I was just going to say, tell, tell the audience more about what you envisaged 
the Drew Footy Show to be? Because I don't think um, you've gone real specific. Well, have you, have you mentioned, obviously, that you're Drewsy, mm-hmm. you're Drew Footy, and you are collabing? Oh, shit. I knew that. I'm part of it. The yeah. Bit, are these people? Yeah, so the premise of the show, I what got me into um, like content in particular was this show from Copper 90. It was called Comments Below. And it was these mm. two blokes, Pold and Booge, had a good dynamic. Not me and Jesse have a good dynamic. Sometimes. Um, me too. <laughs> but, um, yeah, every week they uploaded a show and I've pretty much fully ripped it off. But the, they really... <laughs> oh, they, true they, footy is just an amalgamation of other people's formats. Yeah. Like, Mainly that, that's just how it true works. Geordie. But, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the name. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the comments below, the premise of it was, you comment below and that makes up the whole video. And they just, like, say... St Kilda played Carlton and I don't know something skits happens St Kilda yuck <laughs> am I right well, I don't know bad example Dustin Martin versus I don't know fucking the world yeah Dustin Martin versus the world I don't know Dusty kicks four what are your thoughts I don't know okay. to- Toby Green knocks someone out that was funny I don't know and then we <laughs> all just, viable like, options yeah, yeah. Well, but I don't know when um, there's news out there people are going to want someone's yeah. opinion on it having, having 3,000 subscribers at least one person's going to wonder what mine or your opinion is on that matter they Maybe. comment lots of comments generates more views yes engagement mate exactly I actually did think about doing a some sort of Colwell news yeah. but keeping it very global yeah. and just say like uh whether it like it, we, I mean, we don't do once a week anyway. But say, come into it and be, and just literally search on that, like put news into Google and just pick like the the hottest uh, topic of that time mm. and just do that because it's true news. Yeah. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> but then, but then, like I think the, it's the cool. whole point is like people that watch you and people people that. I mean, if people are coming back to watch each video, they they sort of start to like your personality and what yeah. you have to say about something. And then it's just it's just as simple as like offering your your thoughts on a on a popular topic, hmm. and like maybe the title might like create more people. And then if one if they hear you a couple of times and they think that you have like a funny perspective or you have a cool perspective, they might watch it more and more and more. But it was just like another another way of like yeah formulating content. I guess I, at the end of the day, there's no new ideas under the sun. Everything's been done. I got a just new one. Go on. I'm not going to say it now because I'll steal it. <laughs> Hessian <Gone>. pants. <laughs> That's been around. Yeah, really? someone's yeah. definitely wore a pair of Hessian pants. Yeah, for sure Hessian pants. Yeah, yeah. yeah only in a movie. You just conditioned it and it like, it's got a lot softer. Yeah. You didn't even know that. We're on five, 5% battery on your thing, so we'd just be aware of that. So we should probably... Um, How long have we been gone for? Probably about an hour. I don't know. Mm. All right, well, we're on 5%, so yeah, until probably. it gets down to 2 we'll, we'll keep going. All right, cool, cool. All cool. right, anything major that we want to get in before we call people it People spend their time too much, wasting their time. Time is money, and people waste it. Mm. Yeah. I, uh, I've i definitely am one who's addicted to my phone, so deleting all the, the time what, What's your out. daily... Uh, it's actually use, not too bad. Use, what, like, you know, like, like four hours? hour thing? Yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm close to the same. See, but the thing is, I just catch myself all the time being like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, this is 15 minutes wasted. Can you, like, if you added up those four hours, that's a lot of time to be doing other right, stuff. Right, you can do something really productive with that, yeah. with that time. I'm not a hater of social media. I think it's good and, and it's, it's important. Like, I, I think you feel more connected to the people around you in a way. Yeah. And I think for me, like, I see the value in that. Um, that being said, yeah, the amount of times, like, okay, so I'm in this process where I've deleted the apps, like, three days ago whatever 
I find myself still going through my phone, going through Gmail. Mm. I fucking opened Google Drive today because <laughs> I just was, it was a compulsion to just find like something, some stimulus. I did the same thing three months ago. And now yeah. like, I literally go like, it sounds stupid, but I just go like an hour without thinking about where my phone is now. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, where's my phone? And then yeah. I, like, I love, I love those moments where yeah. like, you, you realize. It's so good being disconnected from your phone. You know what I did actually though? Because I... So I still have all the apps, but generally I'm pretty good at refraining from like constantly checking them and whatnot. Oh yeah, I'll say that you are. You don't really spend too much time on your phone. No, I don't. Yeah. But what I do is I always make sure I have a couple of game, t- uh, like brain teaser games on my phone. Really? So when I do have that compulsion, I can go on there and I can still feel like I'm getting something out of it. Fuck, that's a really good idea. It's a great idea, right? And mm. so a lot of mine are based off, um, uh, they're based off like literature. So a lot of mine are like guess the word and things like that because okay. they're some of my my weaknesses. Yeah, yeah. Obviously being a dyslexic person. So they're things that I want to work on constantly. So if, if I feel like a compulsion to do something on my phone, I can do it while still feeling like I'm gaining something and that still gives me like a positive outlet yeah. and still works on my weaknesses. It's like, constructive. It's a, yeah, yeah. It's, it's trying to find that constructive like thing that, that helps with it. So that, that's what I try and do. And that's I always, really good always keep, make sure I have like at least two or three and I, I circle them around because they do get quite boring after a while because mm. they're boring games. But I always make sure I have a couple of those on my phone. Good way to spend the, time on your phone. The chess app. I used to I used to play chess. A lot. Yeah, I think that's chess great is a great one. one. Yeah. Might, yeah. might actually re-download that just simply on the basis. Of yeah, that. and when you feel that compulsion, you just jump on that, and you, like it still it eases it. But then you get yeah. you get that arrow away from like real life. Yeah, because you, you just you just get caught up in the phone world, and you're like mm. it's still somewhat constructive. People yeah. put some fucking into their phone like yeah. some serious time into their phone my whole generation is hooked on TikTok it's yeah. Like, yeah see that's one of the worst ones man because like terrible. you can spend hours and not even know it they, but it's, yeah. it's the drug that that's what they're going for they're going for like small clips yeah. small attention well it, it was it was made by Japan right so they're famous in like bright colours like yeah. that dopamine rush yeah. It like they just made it perfectly like they nailed everything they nailed like I forget what do they call it? Is it an outer face or whatever they call like interface. the interface, which is the actual interface. <laughs> but like, is, is that what they call it? Yeah, yeah, like a user interface, yeah. Right, whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> yeah. So they they nailed it in terms of that. Everything's really clean. Everything's really easy to use. It's a lot of bright colors. It's short videos. So like your your attention span doesn't need to be huge. You're not like consuming a great deal of content, and it makes you for some reason stick around and watch more and more and more and more and more because they're small little clips. Yeah, and they're bright colors and they're like. It's like if you look at any sort of like uh, Japanese game, mm. like console game or like computer game or bright iPhone game, really it's bright lights, it's Candy Crush, it's all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. And it's like just dopamine rush to the max. I think I was watching on a Joe Rogan, he was talking about keeping up with the Kardashians and why that is, or partially why that's been so successful, is one tactic they use is they cut camera shots extremely rapidly. So just... Like if you if you're watching it a static shot and you watch Kim Kardashian talk about a day for like a minute, mm. you'd be like, "Oh my god, this is close!" But if it's just cutting between different things, it's extremely highly stimulating. It's creating a dopamine rush every time that you see like a change. Your your brain's responding to it. It actually makes you more engaged. Should we actually film this podcast in one camera and then just like cut between each person that films? <laughs> I mean, each person that talks. Yeah. And then like that's that. almost the same thing. Yeah. Well, that is exactly what we're doing. We got two cameras. Yeah, but if you oh, do you between- mean? Yeah, and cut all like the dead space out. It would just be like bing bong, bing bing bing. That sounds fucked. Yeah, you definitely wouldn't do that. <laughs> nah. Especially for our editor, old Jesse. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say I'm the one that edits. <laughs> I love my YouTube life. I like. I don't look at the views. Couldn't tell you what our what our highest like number yeah. is like for views. <laughs> I don't edit shit. 
I barely set up. I mean, like, <laughs> the only thing I really set up is I always grab this white mark because I think it's drip. And um, and that's like all I fucking set up. And I just like, come on, talk some shit and leave. <laughs> Me and Jesse were setting up this podcast. <laughs> I have to ask how to turn the camera on. It's the like, first time I've done it. Still <laughs> we sitting on the couch. How do you turn the camera on? <laughs> Are there games on your camera? Yeah. Is there? I might no. stop this mic. We can keep going if we swing that around. All right, all right. That's cool. Yeah. There we go. Bang. I do need a tinkle though. Okay. But yeah. Um, if you guys are going to keep talking, I'll go pee. Yeah. Okay. Well. Is this the first podcast where someone's left? No, I'm sure it's happened before. Uh, no, yeah, what? Where, where it's just you and me? No, like where like someone on the set has left to go have a piece and then to come back. No, because it's just you and me, so it'd be weird if that happens. Yeah, I, I mean like not just our podcast, like in podcasts around the world. Yeah, people go for a piss in a oh, podcast. No, Did yeah. they? Yeah. They can't hear me right oh, true. Yeah, he did it with uh, Post Malone. Yeah. That was dope. Went for a twinkle. What's um? What's your music taste? Very wide. Um, no, I'm not talking about Susan Boyle. Haha, <laughs> banter. Um, no, I, <laughs> I love uh, drum and bass. Nice. Um, I love like mank rock as well. So like Oasis, Stone Roses, and bands that take inspiration from that, like DMAs. Mm-hmm. Um, Australian surf rock, I'm a bit of a slut for. Like just your classic like Sticky Fingers. I love Sticky yeah, Fingers. Um, and then my like rappers. Um, Mac Miller is my favorite artist of all time. Dope. Actually, yeah. I just bought a couple of albums. Let me show you on right. the podcast. This is go. This is organic moments. Um, you might throw off your jocks. Okay. But I went to the I went to the store. What store? I went to the store and I found them and I was like, I'm just gonna buy them. Nice. I'm uh, excited. JB Hi-Fi. Oh yeah. Yeah, I've seen a couple of them. I'm here by myself now. I oh, I saw that. <laughs> no, you didn't. I, I did see the first one. No, you didn't. Okay, so. I've kept these from Juicy. Alright. <laughs> I saw one. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Okay, so. One of my favourite artists of all time to this day mm-hmm. was XXX Tentacion. Yeah. He got yeah. me into rap. So before that, my music taste was just like wild and weird and like I didn't really have anything that I fucking loved. Yeah. So. I bought his question mark album. Yeah. The last album he dropped before he died. That was a great album. Yeah. So I, my favorite is the one before that, but um. Seventeen. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. That was like yeah. that was like my album that I rocked with real hard. Um. But bought that. Never gonna play it. Never gonna open it. I'm literally gonna buy a frame for it and frame it up. Yeah. Nice. Uh, that's my plan for it. And then my second one that I got this camera this mic is on the piss is uh Juice World. Again, last album before he died. Okay, yeah. See, the last album before he died is cool, but anything after that, they, they ran X into the ground. Everything that come out after X died sucked, and I think it's the same with Juice World. Yeah. So, obviously, this is the last thing that they, they yeah. brought out. So, X hasn't... If you go on X's uh, Spotify, this is the last thing you'll yeah. see. He has got others, because he's got that members only. I forget who make it, but it's yeah. like a whole lot of, like, uh, Ski Mask and Ski Mask Slump God and all these other people. And so, they brought out... Other people have used them and like he's featured on a whole lot of things since he's died. Yeah. But if you go on his page, if you search up XXX Tentacion, that's that's the last thing you can possibly have. Yeah, that's a cool like album. Super cool. Well. And then I think the Juice World one's the same. And so if you go on Juice World, that's the last thing that you can find for him. Yeah, that's it's the cool. last thing that he put out. Um, this this again, this one was expensive, man. This one cost me seventy five bucks, um, and it's it's actually two records inside. Yeah. So it's it's uh, four sides. Uh, again, I would never open it. I'm just going to frame it and use it as artwork, basically. Yeah, which is nice. silly, because a lot of people would be like, if you're going to use it for artwork, why don't you just 
uh, find the album cover and mm. just like find a poster of it and frame that. But I, I want to have the albums uh, because my dad has a huge record collection. Yeah. My dad's like a big music guy. Mm. And it sort of comes from like a pretty dark place the reason why he's big into music yeah. he had like a real bad upbringing and he had, he had parents that weren't very nice weren't very nice to him weren't very nice to each other yeah. so when he was like 10 years old his ma, his uncle or he's like his great uncle bought him like a little uh, portable radio Yeah. and so at night he used to play it and put it in his pillow so he wouldn't hear fighting from the outside yeah. Yeah. and he used to just play that and so then from that he just brewed this love for music mm. and so now he has this insane collection and he has like some of the most rarest records you could never find ever Yeah. and so over like recent years I've sort of thought to myself and because a big, a big talk like topic within our family as well was like uh, when our mum and dad passed which is like a horrible thing to think about but it's all about like who, what, what album do you get? And so oh, like really? me, my brother, and my sister will go down and be like, oh, like, I'm getting this album, I'm getting this album. And my dad gets off on it. Like it's, <laughs> people, people shouldn't be like talk about when they pass. But one thing that is like a positive that when we talk about when we pass is like, what albums do we get? Yeah, what will you pass And on? like all that kind of things. And it's like a cool thing that my dad can get into. And he, he likes talking about it, he likes conversing, he likes talking about like, oh, you like that album? Oh, you get that album. And so I kind of want to do the same thing. All right. Um, so we've had some technical difficulties, but we are back. Um, but you know we're gonna wrap up the podcast there. I think I'm wrapping up your podcast. Thanks for having me on, lads. Yeah. Um, it's Thanks been for sick. Coming. It's genuinely one of my favorite podcasts to listen to, knowing you guys. And I don't know, like you, you don't talk shit most of the time, but like you talk about the whole thing is us talking. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> when the, Dylan talks, it's good. The lessons that you have learnt, um, it conveys well when I listen, and I, Thanks, I appreciate man. listening to it. Is that still going? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, but we are. My computer is. Fucking us in the ass, not in a good way. <laughs> um, not in the way that you would like. No, no, not. not I mean, dinner first. Oh my god! What you want from a laptop? Um, <laughs> no, thank you, thank you, Drews. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about where um, people who watch Colwell can find you, and also what they can expect from you over twenty twenty one? Drewsy on YouTube, underscore Drewsy on Instagram. Um, what can you expect from me? The Drew Footy Show, pretty much, just classic AFL content. Um, but yeah. Are you, you going to launch your podcast this year? Uh, at the end of the year, probably. Okay, all right. So, in the works. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you kind of got a potty going with Drew's yarn. Yeah, but that's just like a lazy attempt at it. Yeah, that's good. That's yeah. good. That's, that's, how all, that's how True Footy started. Lazy attempt. Yeah. Well, I'll get there. Here we are. Three <laughs> years later, still lazy attempting it. Yes. Um, but, yeah, I'd just like to yeah sign off the, uh, the podcast. Stay productive. Be true to yourself. Cut the shit from your life. Cut, cut the, the shit fat. from this podcast. Cut the shit from this podcast. Um, we'll just crop you out then. We'll just leave it here. Oh. I'm just having me talking to Dylan the whole time. Yeah, pretty much. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, stay true to yourself is my advice. Good stuff. I reckon that's as good a sign off as ever. So take it easy. Thanks for watching. See you in the next one.